Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Red Circle. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. You can find that on Discord. That's where you can communicate with us, with other fans. You can do it all day long. We're now up to nine different channels. You can also find our promo deals there. You can talk music and culture. And, of course, we've got a trade machine channel. So check it out. It's off the floor. We know about all these other group chats. Trust me, you're going to want to be here. The link is posted up right here on the Five Reasons tw- uh, Twitter page at the very top. Also, Five Reasons YouTube and the podcast feeds. Also want to tell you about a great returning sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network and Five on the Floor, our friend Mark Delacruz and You Break Wheel Fix. You Break Wheel Fix is Miami's premier wheel repair and refinishing company. 20 years of experience repairing and refinishing damaged wheels. From curb rash, bends, and cracks, juice up your car with a fresh look with custom powdered, custom custom powder coating colors to set you apart from the rest. They can do all the heat colors. I would not recommend those yellow and black things they did the other uh, a few years ago. But you know the vice colors, you can still get those. You break wheel fix located in North Miami, off of Biscayne and Northeast 143rd Street. Fast turnaround times minimize your count, car's downtime. Catch you break wheel fix again. That's with a U at the start. You break wheel fix on all social media platforms or contact. Mark directly at 305-748-0112. And now, today's episode. Down the fist gang. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Drive for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, ran bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power to have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Make sure to check out the episode that Greg, Eternal, and Gad, actually Gad was with us, uh, did after the Heat Magic game, the Heat winning against Orlando 99-96, a throwback game. And now they play Charlotte on Sunday, and that will include a special ceremony honoring Dwayne Wade's Hall of Fame induction. So you're going to want to check that out. Of course, we'll have post-game coverage as we always do. Also, make sure to join us on playback during the game. I can tell you of all the things we do in the network, 
that's probably where we have the most fun, to be honest. Like, I mean, the podcast is cool. YouTube is cool. We always tell you to join us on Discord, social media. We're everywhere. But playback is where we're on stage. We have a rotating group of about 10 or 11 of us from the network, five on the floor guys. We try to pop in there on the road games. We're always on there. Uh, and Greg mans a lot of it on the home games along with others from the network. And, again, we're on stage. And you're in the chat, and we take your questions, and we watch the game together. So it's a cool experience, and you really should be checking out Playback. I tweet it out every night. Also follow our guy, Eternal Bass. He tweets it out several times a night. So that will make Eternal happy that I told you to do that and to download the app. Maybe Eternal will keep me around in five reasons a little bit longer. But today, Greg and I are going to do something that we really didn't have a chance to do. It was just the timing of it. We did a little of this on a post-game episode the other day, but... The news of Eric Spolstra's eight-year extension dropped late. It dropped at night. I will admit I was out at dinner. I saw it. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going home to pod. I'm not in that kind of condition at this stage. And so <laughs> we didn't do a podcast that night, Greg. But we did touch on it a little bit, and I want to get into it more because, I mean, this is not insignificant. Like a coach gets hired, a coach gets fired. You do several days of podcasts on it. Right. You look at how he's going to implement his schemes, how he's going to deal with the players, what it means for the structure of the organization. And when he gets fired, the same. What went wrong? Who's going to replace him? Coach gets an extension. It's just like, okay, whatever. It's not whatever, though, because this kind of thing, Greg, does not happen in sports. And forget the money, because, again, that's they never typically release money. Again, it got out this time. It's a lot of money. Apparently, it's one hundred twenty million dollars. Great for Spo. Okay. That's fantastic. I don't care how much uh, the Arisons are paying him, with the exception of one thing we're going to talk about in this podcast. Okay, but that's again, that's Eric's money. It is what it is. It doesn't affect the luxury tax, which we're also we're going to talk about in the podcast. But to me, it's the eight years and it's the stability and it's this. And I'm going to read you something that I tweeted out here uh, the other day um, from about coaches in sports. So I did a little, had a few minutes, and I did a little bit of research on this. The four major sports leagues, okay, NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL. Eric Spolster is now the fourth longest tenured coach in those four leagues, coach or manager, obviously. Here is the list, all right? Greg Popovich, who we know, he did sign an extension, but, I mean, that's not going to be forever here, right? Mike Tomlin, number two, ridiculously, there were some questions about whether Tomlin should continue, which is outrageous. That's his four-win team that he coached to 10 wins this year. And by the way, if a certain Dolphin executive hadn't considered him to be too hip-hop, he might be coaching the Dolphins all of this time. That's another story entirely that I could tell you. John Harbaugh, who just handed it to the Dolphins, is third. I don't think most people would realize that. They talk about the other Harbaugh, but John Harbaugh is third. Eric Spolstra is fourth. Andy Reid is fifth. And there's a sizable gap between Spolster and Reid because, again, Reid was with the Eagles. He joined the Chiefs in 2013. Eric Spolster was already in his fifth season with the Heat at that point. The guy who was with Spolster for a while was Rick Carlisle. He, he signed with Dallas like days before Spo did, but of course he's no longer in Dallas. He's in Indiana. Sixth is John Cooper who is by far the longest tenured NHL coach, NHL coaches, they make changes after winning the president's trophy. Like there's a new coach a week later, the devil's like, I think change coaches four times in one year at one point. So John Cooper being that long in Tampa Bay is, is an accomplishment. And then Steve Kerr, who does not have an extension yet, 
and who has been under some fire from his own fans this year is seventh. And I can tell you there's no major league manager anywhere in the picture at this stage. Like Aaron Boone is one of the longest tenured with the Yankees and he could get fired any day. So it's a remarkable list to be on and to be fourth. And I just want you to reflect on that first before we kind of get to the rest of this podcast. Cause when I went through, I was like, wait, there's gotta be somebody else. No, there's nobody else. This very young man, when they hired him, 37 years old is now the fourth longest tenured coach in, in major American sports. Well, so, something else that you tweeted that I thought was pretty damn on point was it might be Pat Riley's best damn decision of all decisions in this entire Pat Riley era to stick by Spolstra, not to just hire Spolstra because, um, you know, he took a shot there, but then to stick by him through the, the rough years, the big three stuff, you kind of chronicled all the moments that you know, the nine and eight, the losing in the finals, there were all these moments where any other franchise would have fired their guy and they stuck by Spolstra. It's reminiscent of the way that they stuck by Pat when he lost to a lower seed on his home floor three years in a row being the New York Knicks and he did not get fired. Almost in any other scenario, a coach would have been fired there as well. So you're seeing that this is, is paying off. For me, it's a huge win for the organization. An eight-year extension is unbelievable. It's unheard of. I think part of why the money got leaked, Ethan, is because the Heat wanted that to be leaked because they, rightfully so, want to make it known just how much they are invested in Spolstra, the way that they view Spolstra, value Spolstra, and also um, – Frankly, like this is also a play to show the rest of the NBA specifically. I mean, we could talk about the grander sports world, and I'm glad you put it in that context earlier. But just in the NBA, it's also a play of like the best coach in the sport. He's our guy. And 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 so it's a great day for Heat fans. We're going to talk about some of the things that are most important to this decision. But for I mean, just from a fan perspective, I think every Heat fan should be elated that Eric Spolster is going to be around for at least eight more seasons, and we know it'll probably be even more than that. You mentioned it on the times that he could have been let go, and and you're right. There was a chance that Pat took on him plucking him out of the video room. How about just keeping him in the first place? Because, again, he inherited uh, Spo, just like he inherited uh, Stan Van Gundy, actually. He made decisions to keep certain people there. He inherited Andy Ellisberg also, and that turned out to be one of his better decisions to keep him and to continue to to uh, empower him. Right, exactly. Okay, and so you know, it's one thing to go out and hire guys, but it's others. It's also from somebody who has a reputation of being stubborn, like Pat does. It is something also to be willing to take someone else who was not your guy. Uh, and keep that player around or coach around uh, or executive around. And we've seen many, many coaches who don't want to do that. They Or they come in, or coaches and executives, they come in, they want to clean house. I, I need my people. Uh, and I've seen with the Dolphins over and over, they've made that mistake. Um, and that's I, get, I give McDaniel some credit for not doing that as much when he came in the first year. He did make more changes the second year. Vic Fangio is one of those examples. But uh, so many, many people – Nick Saban came in, didn't want to keep anybody that he had there. Uh, he ended up keeping Rick Spielman, uh, sort of was forced and by default. Uh, so, again, I've covered this on the other side with other teams, and Pat has been more flexible than most in that regard. But you mentioned, uh, to me, the harder thing was keeping him uh, after. 
after making him the head coach. Because we do see that a lot of coaches, they don't get to see the fruits of their labor. And it would have, this is not just us speculating. I can tell you, because again, I've known Eric for a very long time when he was not in this role, when we were young men, when I was 23 and he was 26. That's when we, we first met. Okay. So I, I was almost Brady's age. Uh, and that, that's how long he's been in this organization. And I had a conversation with Eric during the, uh, uh, the second year of the big three, in which he said to me, in any other organization, I would have been fired three times in the past calendar year. He says, I, I, would have, I would have been fired when we got LeBron. He's like, because who is this guy who's going to coach LeBron James? And by the way, you know, LeBron did put it out there. And Dwayne was like, no, no, you'd rather have Spo than Pat. Okay. For, for <laughs> reasons that we saw after, because, you know, Pat's reputation of driving people into the ground. So that was the first thing. Then, of course, there was nine and eight. Uh, the players-only meeting that Dwayne led in Dallas, the leak to ESPN.com that night about the confrontations between Spolstra and LeBron. I have said that Spo's most important press conference he ever held with the Miami Heat was the shoot-around after we got back from Dallas. I can tell you that we thought he might get fired after reading all that stuff that day. I knew where it was coming from. We all who were covering the team closely. Of course, that was Bumpgate. That was Mike Wallace, our good friend. Uh, and I were in front of Spo right after the game. And Mike uh, asked Spo about the bump. And Spo acted like he didn't. And which is possible because he gets so intense in those moments. But he said, I don't even know what you're talking about. Then a 45 to 55 minute meeting. We found out later that Dwayne was going around the room saying, this is what you need to do better. This is what you need to do better. And then the leak. And I honestly spoke. I thought he was going to get fired then, but he came out and basically made it very clear that it was his team and he was going to do things the way he needed to do it. He did it at that next shoot around. He didn't cower. But the thing that didn't get talked about at the time, because we didn't know was the conversations that were had between Pat and Spo and Pat and the players in between those two media sessions. And I think without that media session, Spo would not still be coaching this team. And, and then the third thing was the 2011 finals, which we all know that the primary culprit of, for that was LeBron getting in his own head for whatever reason, but Spo did not have a great series. I, I, I think even if you look back at it, and we were critical of him at the time that Rick Carlisle outcoached him. I don't think there's any question. And to me, the single biggest mistake was the, the wait to put Myra Chalmers in the starting lineup uh, until game six, and they ended up losing the game, but Rio played really well. Mike Bibby should not have been on the floor in any capacity during that final series, the way that he had played uh, during the the, uh, the rest of the postseason. And so I think Spo learned from that. We saw him make quicker decisions uh, going forward. When he put guys in starting lines, we saw whether it was with Dragic or Mike Miller, taking a player who hadn't been a starter, putting him in later on. And I think that's something we may see him do again this year. But that was a major growth period for Spo. But most people don't get allowed to find themselves in that way, not on that stage. And there were very good coaches who were available in the 2011 offseason, Greg. And Pat could have replaced him with one. But maybe it's because Pat doesn't like to go outside his circle or just because he believes in stability. And look, he was going to stick by the guy that he picked. So F you if you don't like it. Whatever it was, it was the right decision. And so there were, again, three different times that I think, and Spo recognized it when we spoke, and I know he has said it to others since, 
that he believes he could have been fired and probably would have been fired if he'd worked for anybody else. So now to look at it on the other end of it, and not only is he fourth in major sports, but if you look at the rest of that list, will likely be first soon. Uh, if you look at the three others on that list, uh, you know, eventually, because we know he's, he's going to outlast Pop in that position. I think that's pretty clear. And then you look at, at the others, uh, Tomlin, maybe. I mean, who knows? I mean, I you know, but uh, maybe. Uh, and John Harbaugh, I would expect. To, and John Harbaugh, there's been speculation about him moving on in the past. So, so Spo, I think, could end up being the most tenured coach in major sports before the end of this. On the other side of this, you and I have five topics, though, we want to get to, and I want to start, I'm going to let you tee it off when we come back, with the one you were mentioning about the Heat sending a message here, because I, I think that is a big part, and it's related to the five most important things. Before we do, I want to mention a great new sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Look, not everything that we promote here is for us, but it might be to make you look good in a different way. So we've got a great local business right here in South Florida. It's called Tub Culture. That's one word. It's owned by some friends of ours. They also happen to make bath and beauty products that are handmade, all of them, using gentle natural ingredients with no animal testing. And they have something for everyone from soaps that gently clean to bath bombs that smell amazing and, and add fun colors to the bath, plus shower steamers for a spa-like aromatherapy experience at home, handcrafted lotions because no one likes dry skin, and scrubs that clean and moisturize in one step. You see where I'm going with this? Be a hero. Go use the promo code five. That's F I V E at shop tub culture. That's one word shop tub culture.com. And you get 10% off your order of 20 bucks or more. So check it out. Shop tub culture.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's get to number one here, Greg, because you hit on it. And again, I think there is a message being sent to a certain degree. And I'll, I'll mention this one thing and get out of the way on this one. The Heat have decided to invest in basketball operations. Okay. They will point out to you whenever there's this accusation of them being cheap, not wanting to spend in the tax. We spend in the top five in basketball operations. And look around. Who's left, right? They've they retained Andy Simon. Excuse me, Andy Simon. They've retained Adam Simon. They've retained Andy Ellisberg, right? They've retained Eric Spolstra. I mean, Dan Craig's like the only one to really leave the or and Juwan. And Juwan left for his alma mater. Otherwise, they don't leave because the reality is the Heat do take care of those people. And, I, and, and it is a market inefficiency if you look at it because the, you can exploit this in the salary cap, luxury tax age, particularly with a second apron, that if you can make the players you have better by having an elite – first thing, an elite uh, scouting staff, which Adam leaves, leads, an elite – uh, money man, who Andy is, okay, so you can find help on the margins, right? And an elite coach to make the players better, that maybe it mitigates some of the criticism, and now this is where I want to go to you on this, yep. for for not spending crazy into the second apron and paying the penalties, not just financial, but in terms of vehicles that you can use to upgrade the team, that maybe this is a more efficient way to do that is that fair i think it is because i think not only is riley spolstra all those guys well taken care of financially uh and obviously they have utmost job stability all of them do um the heat like let's not forget they're eighth in total payroll this year i mean they're ahead of the lakers the lakers have double the revenue they're ahead of uh, the Denver Nuggets, the defending champions, ahead of the Dallas Mavericks, ahead of the New York Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets, notorious spenders, Chicago Bulls, another big market. I mean, the only teams ahead of them are Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Minnesota, the Clippers, and Golden State. And I went all the way to the top, uh, or from the bottom to the very top, as Golden State is the highest payroll. For me, they project to be seventh in payroll next year. So I guess I'll say this. For all of the talk of them being um, unwilling to pay certain apron charges, I think a lot of that has to do with the roster building, the punitive nature with which they've made the roster building stuff. Like you can't get a buyout player that um, makes more than a certain amount of money if you hit over that certain apron, or you can't get a buyout player at all. Like there's all kinds of stuff that they've layered in here. But if you do the two things, what they've done in the front office, what they do in the coaching staff in terms of keeping their play, keeping their people around, taking care of them, and also the fact that they're top 10 in spending just on the roster itself, to me, I think that to call them cheap is off base. I think we should stop doing that. I think that maybe if you want to say that they're um, – sensitive at certain moments to and i think it really has a lot to do with the new rules y'all um certain 
you know, really big luxury tax bills. Okay. But I think that they're making up for that with the market inefficiency in the front office. And I, I don't want to be careful here because I know where some fans are going to go here. There's a segment that say we're carrying water for the organization. So I want to give all sides of this, but I will agree with you that the word cheap is completely wrong. It just is. I mean, there's another organization in town that is cheap. Uh, it's not them. And it's not the dolphins by the way, because Steve Ross has been absolutely willing to spend. That has not been the issue with the dolphins over the years. The issue has been some of those he spent it on. And a lot of those have been the front office and coaching type people that it hasn't worked out for. I mean, there's this great celebration of Nick Saban this week, but that's not how I remember Nick Saban. Okay. I remember because I was covering the Dolphins as a columnist at the time, along with the Heat. I remember the celebration for Saban coming in. They went and got him. Okay. Obviously, you know, we, we talk about that was before Ross. That was Heisinga. But they Heisinga uh, went and got Saban. Uh, and Nick Saban honestly didn't know how to coach at the pro level. I mean, and Nick Saban was more concerned about painting over the media parking spots because that's one of the very first things he did when he got there, okay, and belittling his own players than he was about coaching the team. And he didn't seem to understand that in the pros, like if Jason Allen falls to you, that's who you take in the draft. You can't just go recruit somebody else. And I just don't think he ever – figured out like the difference between control in college and also control of the media in a small college town. Okay. As opposed to controlling the media in a major sports town, which again, we get criticism for not being hard enough down here, but it, it ain't uh, East Lansing or Tuscaloosa in that regard. Okay. The media tends to be fawning in college towns like that. Okay. And so, uh, you know, they spent the money on him or Heisinga did, uh, and he spent the money, by the way, on Parcells to run that organization afterwards. And then Ross inherited Parcells, and that's one of the reasons Ross left. Uh, Parcells left, but that didn't work either. Like the Dolphins have spent money on those people who have delivered nothing. Well, Mickey Harrison spent the money to bring in and a draft pick, by the way, to bring in Pat Riley, and it has amounted to more than a quarter century. And then has continued to invest in brain trust. And I, I think that you can make an argument that if you're looking for stability in an organization, investing in brain trust actually matters more than investing in a particular player because the brain trust right. allows you to get more good players yeah. as you go forward. And so I, I do think, again, I don't want to be accused of caring. Well, again, if they, if they don't spend to go get somebody that I think they should go get, I will absolutely call it out. But I also think I think that some of this has been painted – in way too negative a light. And I do want to make one more point here before we get off of, of this subject with ownership. I can tell you that during COVID, okay, because I've been told this by many inside the organization who are not the high-level people, okay? Because, again, I've been around for 28 years. I know everybody, all right, in one way or another. And I've been, I've been told that one of the things they appreciated was that they were taken care of during that. And I can tell you that in the majority of NBA organizations, that was not the case. So I, I think I think that we have to we have to say, look, if there's a chance to improve the team in Jimmy's window and they don't take it because of just dollars, we will be critical of that. Absolutely. And you and Amen. I have talked about the Lowry contract and using it if it makes sense this year. But I also think that there's been this and mostly on social that's been painted that cheap, 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 cheap. And just that, that, that like you mentioned, the Lakers get crazy revenue. From their television contract. It's much more than the Heat. Their payroll is lower than the Heat's. They also have invested, in my view, in the wrong brain trust there. 
Okay. And yes. their owner there, Jeannie Bus, is too involved in these things. Whereas I think you would prefer to have the Arison style of ownership, which is to let Pat handle it. Okay. That's not what happens in LA. All right. It's not. Okay. And again, there were squabbles with Jim Bus and all the rest of that. So I'm just saying before we get back to Spo here, and you can tell me I got a water pail here. I don't really care. I the facts are facts, okay? And but again, if they if they if they want to if they try to shave off the margins and it's not for a second apron reason and it costs them a playoff series, I'll call it out. But right now I don't think we're there yet. That's that's just what I want to say. Your objective, I'll carry the water. Don't worry about that. Uh, well, I try I'm to be I try to be as objective. I, I I try to be as objective as I can. I'm sure he Twitter's gonna love me for that one. All right. Let's get back to Spo, though, okay? Because uh, Spo's a very rich man. Maybe Spo should spend the money on some of these players uh, out of pocket or at least buy somebody dinner because I can tell you that that's not Spo's strength. Uh, he has lots of strengths uh, personally, and I mentioned those in a tweet also. I, I, everybody's happy for him. I, I'll start with that because he's a good person. I, I just And I, I'm not going to get into all the examples in my life, although there are many. I mentioned one, something he did for a friend of mine uh, that will always, who covered the team, who I'll, I'll always recognize that and appreciate that but i can tell you that i've had numerous people at the game the other day who because i did tweet out that i was happy for him as a person and i had people who've been close to him who came up to me and and mentioned that tweet to me i was actually in the locker room uh because they want that to be recognized that and he's he's a better person than he is a coach and and uh and that's why i think that i think we're pleased and i think that's why the fan base is pleased and i don't think i've ever seen and i remember firesport.com i don't think i've ever seen the universal celebration Agreed. Of a man getting paid <laughs> like this, right? Like, like it was ninety nine point nine percent in favor. Like, I don't. There's one idiot on Twitter who keeps and who keeps tweeting at me. Well, the hundred twenty million dollar man needs to do this or do that or do that. I'm telling you, that guy's in the major- minority. Okay, oh, yeah. the, uh, you can, again, same thing. You can critique stuff Spo does. We do it here. Okay. We do it. We're going to continue to do it. But in the totality, in the macro, to not be happy for him, for what he's achieved, what he's given the franchise, and as he said to me specifically, and it's the only thing I'll share from our conversation, that he considers himself to be a caretaker going forward, that's the way he is going to approach this. And so I'm personally happy for him. And yes, if I don't like one of his rotations, then I'm going to transform myself into coach sco for a minute and be an idiot and criticize someone who knows much more than me and that's how, sort of how, this how could people be upset i mean this is a situation where you know the heat are going to be competitive now so like there's the next important thing we can throw mm. right out there you know they're going to be competitive because they have eric spolster the best coach in the sport coaching them going forward so even if you don't you may not agree with everything he does but the results i mean if you want to be a results player for a second Come on, look at it. Like, so whether it's the process or the results, I think Spolstra, one of the next things that we'll talk about is that you can count on the heat to be a team in Miami that's going to matter. And I think that is a huge part of this. Um, And then for the Spolstra haters, his input is probably going to be weighed heavier now. And I'm interested to pick your brain here. Do, do, Do you think that that pendulum starts to swing where Spolstra's input actually does get weighed more? Or do you think that the equal votes among all executives is how we will continue uh, to march down the path as an organization? I say we, cause I'm just stuck like that. 
Um, what do you think that they do there? Do you think Spolstra ends up um, getting more of a say because he's entrenched as the $120 million man, as you said? I think it's already been happening. Um, I, I think he, he's in the inner circle. And, and I think that if you look at Pat's decision making over recent years, he has leaned more uh, on that inner circle than he did previously. Um, you know, that's a conversation when I did the interview with Pat after LeBron left, where he talked about this group. And a lot of this group is still the same as it was then. And Look, he, he's gone to Adam Simon on specific things um, and asked Adam, do you want to take this player? Do you not want to take this player? Uh, sometimes, most of the time, it's worked out really well. There's one instance where maybe they would have been better off taking the picks, but you can't argue with Adam's track record in recent years. We did an episode uh, on that. And, you know, and obviously, look, they gave Andy the extent. They, they gave Andy the title, right? They gave Andy an additional title, and we know that had the relationship, the working relationship that Spolster has with Adam and that Spolster has with Andy. So, I mean, I look at it at this stage and, you know, I say, okay, well, obviously the Arisons own the team, so they're always going to have some sort of final say in in direction, um, you know, especially financially, uh, because, I mean, they're the ones paying the bills ultimately. Uh, but, you know, Pat has been the primary decision maker about most things. And now it does seem to be, you know, more and more being transferred to kind of Spo, Andy, and Adam together with others like Zoe. I think Ruth Riley uh, has been someone who has, has uh, at least what I was, you know, one of the things I was told in training camp was, you know, watch, watch that situation because she's getting more input too. There seems to be great respect for her. Um, and so I, 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 you know, obviously look, Chet Cameron never seems to actually leave. Like I've been told he's been retired forever, but then he's right next to Pat training camp, you know? So it's, you know, it, it it, they're they're a very tight circle. I, I used to call them Hotel California. Like you know, you can check in, you can never leave. Um, and we've seen very few actually leave over the years. And like you said, now they have. You know, look, teams are going to come after Adam Simon. I mean, I, they should. Um, but you know, I don't. So I don't know if he'll be with the Heat forever. But it looks like Andy and Spo will be. Um, and so I think it starts there. And I think the input is going to increase, but it already has. I, You know, you look at who's been making presentations to free agents. You know, who was the one that almost got Gordon Hayward? Turns out it was a good thing it didn't happen. Now they have the new Gordon Hayward and Jaime Hawkins, right? But, like, it, but who was the one that was do doing the ultimate pitch to Durant? Both of those were Spo. Like, it, when, when the, the players, when they talked about who pitched them, it was Spo. Now you look at it in the big three time, Spo was there – but wasn't it was more with recruiting the big three? It was really more. Spo was kind of like, oh yeah, we got this coach, yeah, right. <laughs> so true. <laughs> no, I'm not going to coach the team, right? We got this coach. We think he's really talented. He's taken us to the playoffs twice. But I, I wasn't going to say it's a detriment in their recruitment because obviously Dwayne was an advocate, right? But it wasn't a plus like this. And I think we have combined yeah. some of the topics here, but I think we should. This is critical. I think. Uh, for players to understand, and you put this on our show sheet, we finally did one of these, for players to understand who's in charge. And most organizations, like, you can you can go against the player because – go against the coach because you don't know if, if the front office has his back. In this case, like, they just legitimately put $120 million on his back. Like, yeah. they stapled that to his back. Like, he's not going anywhere. So, effing deal with it. But I think that matters in terms of, first, the culture of your organization. We talk about that word a lot. Obviously, you do more than I do. But it also, in terms of recruiting players, you don't have to worry about who the coach is. Like, you can make a decision. Do I want to play for Eric Spolster or not? 
And it's and, and an Eric Spolstra organization is somewhat different than a Pat Riley organization. Look, this load management, I know he's going to hate me using this term, but I mean, whatever it is they're doing by, you know, keeping players out as much as they are, where you're not going to have anybody but Hawkins and maybe Duncan play more than 70 games this year, right? Whereas in the big three era, everybody but Dwayne did. And then you go to Matt Riley's era, well, it was, it was a surprise if they didn't all play 80, okay? So the organization has changed. He has tempered some things, and I think that will help with some players. We can argue whether it's the best thing in the regular season for the Heat, but I think that they know. They know who's in charge, and and they know how to how they're going to have to deal with it. And I, so I think his input increases almost by osmosis. Like because again, he's a big reason that a player is going to look at the Heat now for better or worse. I do want to pivot. I'm going to let you handle this uh, to kind of what our last topic is going to be today. And we appreciate our sponsors, Tub Culture and You Break Wheel Fix, and always check out Better Edge. Use the code Five Reasons or Five RSN to get twenty dollars there. Um, I do think also it gives some clarity to the rest of the staff uh, at this point. And that's something that you and I have talked about Yeah. because we were like, okay, who's going to be slow successor if he ever goes to the front office or it doesn't appear that's going to happen now for the next eight years. Now, Dan Craig left. I don't know that that was necessarily the reason. Um, obviously, he, Dan and, and and Spo were very close when they were coaching together. But you got – Juwan's left, uh, you know, obviously for, for Michigan. I mean, his alma mater. Um, but it looks like to me Chris Quinn is a future head coach. If not here, then maybe somewhere else. Malik and Allen. I think, Butler, I think Malik Allen has potential to be a future head coach. And I think Karan Butler absolutely has potential yep. to be a future head coach. So I guess the only possible downside to this, Greg, is – and obviously this is Spo's staff and they love Spo and all the rest of this, but people are you – know, they're human, right? Like they want, they want an opportunity. I mean do you see this possibly leading to defections on the staff? We saw AC leave, but again that was to be in more of a front of the bench role uh, in Memphis than he was in, in Miami. I think it's going to take it's going to take perfect situations for these guys cuz they also understand the job security like uh I was actually talking with a college head coach yesterday who was mentioning how every year he has to sit down and talk with his wife about what's going to happen next and like all people in all basketball operations are having to constantly evaluate if they're going to have to move and if they're going to keep their job and all this kind of stuff so I think that the staff will value that. And so we should understand that part of it. But also if you don't see an upwards trajectory in succession planning and being able to move up in the organization and become a lead assistant or become a head coach or something like that, as you're seeing all these layers of coaches within the organization, maybe you do see a couple of them try to find a jump up. But I would, would remind everybody that like, when there's been guys that have had to go on interviews, Spolster's dropped everything he's effing doing, locked himself in a room with the guy, and prepped him for the interviews. So I think also, like, there's a part of this where they're going to do right by these, like, people, as people. And so it'll be always a positive thing, but I just think the farm system of coaches, I think you may need to accelerate more and more of these faces. We see the Eric glasses of the world are going to get more and more opportunities because Wayne Ellington, right. I mean, Wayne Ellington, exactly. Just because I think inevitably you're going to see a situation where some of these guys may try to find some upwards mobility going in another organization as a lead assistant or a head coach. 
Well, you mentioned what Spo did, and I think that's really important to, to talk about this. This gets back to kind of where we started with who he is as a person. Uh, David Fisdale was, I mean, we talked, yeah, Craig were close, obviously. I mean, Fizz was his guy during the Big Three era. Like, Fizz was the liaison to the Big Three. And one of the things that Spo's really improved at over the years, because it used to be a constant complaint, I can tell you, and they would complain to me a lot about it, was Spo's communication, like during the Big Three era. And it wasn't just the Big Three guys. It was, you know, the the veteran. I'll, I'll I'll let you guys guess, but it was like veterans who had big roles somewhere else who didn't hear. One of them might have a podcast with Udonis Haslam at the moment. Another one might be running the Phoenix Suns. They would complain to me a lot before games about not knowing from Spo when they were going to play, if they were going to play, and all the rest of this stuff. And I can tell you that the big three guys, like I wrote a whole piece about this, about how they would go to Fizz. Like if they had a problem with Spo. They would go to Fizz, and and then Fizz would communicate it with Spo. Spo doesn't need that anymore. I think that uh, one of the complaints about him was that he was non-confrontational at that point to a large degree. He's not non-confrontational anymore. We saw that with Jimmy, who probably is the hardest player to manage that the Heat have ever had at that Amen. level. Okay, uh, and so you know he, he doesn't have that issue anymore. And I, I think when you when you look at it though, what what when you go back to the Fizz thing. Spo was living at the Ritz-Carlton at the time uh, in the Grove, and you're right. He reserved a uh, he reserved a conference room, and he stayed up day and night to prep Fizz for the Memphis job. Now it didn't work out uh, ultimately because Fizz didn't get along with Gasol, and then we know Fizz ended up in New York, and I think Fizz is working in Utah right now, right? Like, but he's not on not as a coach. Uh, but he prepped him for that, and here's why I think that matters. Because the Heat will lose coaches now. I do think so. Okay. I, I mean, they, again, we talked about being willing to pay basketball operations and coaching staff, and I think they'll be willing to pay. But again, you're human. You want an opportunity to show what you can do on the big stage. And I think that the Heat have three or four guys who look like they could do that. We saw it in San Antonio, right? Like Pop has a tree. Bud went somewhere else. Uh, Borrego went somewhere else, right? Becky Hammond should be coaching an NBA team right now. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So, but he's always been able to find others. Why? Why has he been able to find? I mean, Ime Odoka was with him too, right? Why has he been able to find others? Because they know he takes care of them as a head coach. He knows that he that he's not going to be bitter or whatever. He's going to prepare them for the next opportunity. Whatever criticisms you may have about Pop, okay, that's one of the things that people say about him. And you know what? They say the same thing about Spo. And, and so I do think they're going to lose coaches, but I think they're going to find good ones to replace them because good coaches will want to work on this staff just like good players who were overlooked are going to want to play for this team because of the track record that Spo has established in developing them and getting them paid. Okay. Whether it's here or somewhere else, like Gabe Vincent, Max Struess are perfect examples. You think Max wouldn't come back to play for Spo? Absolutely. He would. Okay. And as would others. And so there are others who will want to come in and do that. And so I really think like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of decisions that are made in sports that you can say, Oh, there's a downside to this. There's no downside to this. He 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 deserved the money. He earned the money, but it it helps the organization too. It doesn't so just much. help him; it helps them a lot. And I will tell you this as a podcast, and I'll close here. It helps us because I know that for the next eight years, people are going to listen to us not because we're smart, because we're not, but because the team's going to matter because he's coaching it. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. 
After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.